Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 95th episode of the Talking With The Dad podcast. What's up, Stevie? How are we doing? I'm doing good, man. Just survived the worst coughing uh, attack I've ever had in my entire adult life. Anyone's ever had. That was... Oh, it's still going. It's still going. You'll hear it periodically uh, as he coughs loudly into the microphone. But, uh, you know, otherwise than that, doing good, doing good, you know, cutting heads off of snakes, that type of stuff. What? Hmm? Is that like a... Is that a thing or like yeah it's a spa thing that's what you do to relax at the spa you go there you cut some snakes heads off no snakes were actually hurt at the time of the recording of talking with a dad we are a supporter of wwe not to be confused with the situation with the men running around in tights attacking each you other wwf oh yeah they changed it to wwf right no that was I mean, wwf i know i know i know, I know. And that's why the wwf <laughs> had to change their name to the wwe <laughs> because they ripped Ripped off an organization trying to do some good for animals. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <coughs> Other than that, you know, I'm feeling pretty capital. How about you? Pretty capital, huh? <laughs> oh, I can't top that. I'm pretty no. tired. I'm like, exhausted, tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing out the old English tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, we're I, out, of, out of left field, for sure. <laughs> so uh, before we break into our main topics. Uh-oh. I don't think we got a chance to catch up since Francis Ngannou became the champion. Yeah, there's no reason to. Everything has been downhill since. <coughs> Everything's gone to shit in the world since um, then. <laughs> listen, man, you, you you win, you lose as a fighter, right? Yeah. yeah Stipe yeah. wins better than or win, loses better than anyone else. You know. Yeah. yeah. Him and Izzy, Izzy, I was really really impressed with Adesanya's loss. Like, you know, it I mean, is what I it mean, is, right? When you fight yeah. a guy with with that kind of power, you know, there's a chance you get knocked out, and, and it, if it happens, it happens, right? Like, there's not really yeah, much no. else to say. Uh, I'll say this, man. In, in regards to uh, Francis, congratulations to him, man. When he sure. got that deep sprawl, I was like, oh shit, and then <laughs> spun, but and yeah, I was I like, hope. oh no, who taught this motherfucker how to sprawl? <laughs> You know, and he said he'd been working on it. Said he'd been working on it with his coaches nonstop. And yeah. you know, fighters, you know, fighters lie. They say things like, "Oh, that was our game plan to throw a spinning back kick to a person's face while he held my leg." Nobody drills that shit in the gym. But <laughs> fighters lie, and apparently they weren't lying this time. Francis has been grinding away at wrestling, and he got better. Uh, hats off to Stipe for being the best to ever do it. You know, thus begin the reign of Francis. We'll see what's next for our new heavyweight champion. Yeah, right. There's there's three really big fights on the on the horizon, right? The Derek Lewis rematch to right. the single most boring fight that's ever existed. Um yes. the John Jones fight, which right. I, I'm not at this point sure is gonna happen. Um yeah. or the trilogy with Stipe, right? Like those are really the three big huge fights on the on the horizon. Um I don't know if Stipe wants that right away. Um right. you know, we'll see. Odds you know, there's a fifty fifty chance he even comes back and fights, right? He could just retire now and just retire on top and have been the best heavyweight statistically to ever fight in the UFC. Um, yeah. Or he comes back and, and wants to get it back, right? You know, yeah. if there is someone in the heavyweight division that I, I have faith in that could make adjustments and, and come back with a better game plan, Stipe might be one of them. 100%. You know, I don't think I don't think Francis is the unstoppable force that everyone does. Um, there is a clear path to victory. Right, and it's out wrestle him and out wrestle him, you know. You have to drag him in the deep waters and out wrestle him, and you know, we'll see. 
Yeah. I mean, um, in regards to the whole Stipe Francis uh, Ngannou trilogy, I would be upset if they didn't at least offer him the fight. Now, if Stipe decides to turn it down and just goes, you know what? Time finally caught up with me. That's why I wasn't able to do what I was able, I wanted to do. I'd be fine with that if he walks away on his own accord. But if they try to screw this man out of the chance to. Uh... I don't even know where we were at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the UFC potentially robbing Stipe. Oh, of a trilogy? I right. think it's up to him, right? Like, do I think that they'll <laughs> offer it to him? I think they have to, right? Well, right. I mean, they don't have to, right? Dana doesn't like Dana would much rather have Francis a champion, um, but you know who knows, right? Who knows? Who knows what, what's coming up on the horizon? The John so, fight is clearly the fight to make at the moment, for sure. Right now, are you saying that because you actually want to see John fight Stipe, or do you just think that's the big the money fight? That's the money the fight. Most- a thousand percent. Okay. That's the money fight, right? Whoever won that fight was all but guaranteed John Jones unless John Jones goes on this fit of wanting more money which rightfully he's deserving of right, right, right rightfully right, he's right. deserving of, of essentially anything they want him to anything he wants to be paid he doesn't want to be paid 8 to 10 million he says it's not enough give him 15 I, I think that's fair right wait is it his show is what exactly? Because I thought his show purse was uh, was 500,000 and that's what he's upset about no so- I mean he they said they would I uh, I watched I, it. If you I watch mean, a Twitter exchange, they said something yeah. like he said he said he's been fighting for two million a fight since his since his mid twenties. So oh, he's been making more money than most UFC fighters. For all of them combined, fight. right? <laughs> all of Everyone them at, on the roster. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, all of the lightweight division combined makes less money in a year than John Jones, and he fights once every eighteen months. Um, <laughs> also, him and Anderson Silva were the first guys to have legitimate. Uh, endorsements by Nike. Prior to the Reebok deal, they were the two UFC fighters that got picked up, and they actually got paid by Nike. It wasn't just like a show endorsement, like "Hey, wear these," and you know, maybe we'll think about you know after some fan buzz. Got paid from that. I think John makes it increasingly hard for himself with public negotiations. This is something that you just let your lawyer handle for you because he's lost the ability to do the public negotiating, right? Because as soon as he posts anything, people turn on him. They're like, oh, really, John? Do you feel like you should get paid more money after all the layoffs? The only fighter in history to have a UFC event canceled because you turned down a fight, which I agree with him doing, by the way. And it just makes it hard. That's so the, no one can- he turned on the Chael Sonnen fight, right? Uh, yes, it was supposed to be Dan Henderson and Chael Sonnen stepped up to fight him. And uh, good for you, Zach. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Chael Sonnen stepped up to fight him. And uh, John's team allegedly told him, nah, not this guy. We got to train for him a little bit. Fair. But well, it's, a fa- it's fair. a fair assessment, right? Yeah. And Dana White never criticized John over that. He, he actually criticized his coach, you know, <laughs> Greg Jackson, and like went pretty nuclear on him and that entire team for, for quite some time. But John makes it hard for this type of stuff for himself where no one's going to empathize with him besides you about him getting paid more. I am a ride or die John Jones fan. But when you he are. shot out that when he shot out that tweet, not the one about getting paid. I was with him. I'm there. I'm like, get your money, John. But when he was like, oh, UFC just released me. I'm like, oh, John, please. You're in your 30s now, man. Please stop this. <laughs> like, like, just stop. Listen, he made, he, made, he made a very good point. When Connor asks for for more money for a fight, it's expected. When John Jones asks for more, when anyone else on the roster asks for more money on the fight, they're trying to avoid that fight. That yes. is that is an incredible, an incredibly accurate 
like like take. It is 100% true. Connor went on the tirade of not getting paid enough. I'm going to retire. I'm retired. You guys aren't paying me. You need to let my company uh, buy the endorsement so we can get this and that. And they fucking bent over backwards for Connor that hasn't won in, you know, other than a aged out cowboy in what, four years. And they, they want this dude to be their, their show guy where they really should be investing in the people who legitimately like are really there for the company where Connor isn't right. And no, absolutely. absolutely. And Connor got paid and that was the confusing part. Well, here's the crazy thing, because uh, Connor got paid because of the Floyd thing, but then he got that really lucrative deal with the friggin' uh, what was the name of it? Proper 12, and obviously, you know, he's right. paying for he's paying for the spots and the, the commercial ads and stuff like that on the event. He's paying the UFC. What he originally wanted, Connor, <laughs> and I thought this was pretty shrewd at the time, Connor was like, you know, forget paying me more. I want a stake in the company that right. I've helped to make, make millions, which I think is, I think that's a good ask. The unfortunate part is, again, public negotiations. Just have your guy Buy some stock for you. Buy Mark Wahlberg's stock. I'm sure he's ready to dump that stuff. And I agree with John. I don't think that he's scared to take the fight. He'll fight. He'll fight anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like he literally will fight anyone. But he should get compensated accordingly for this fight. My issue with John's negotiating style is let your people do the talking, John. He's in the same place as Trump in my mind. It's or, like you should. He should, he should not be tweeting, right? He should, he should not. Listen, be I, tweeting. I don't want to silence the guy. But negotiations are meant to be negotiated, right? And not yes. only vocally be heard by one side, because obviously the UFC can't respond to that, you exactly. know, and, and do open negotiations. And it's everyone sees what John is saying, and no one sees the actual transparent offer from the UFC. What is the actual offer on the table? He's right. He deserves to make more money going up a weight class that yeah. that is what 60 pounds up from the weight class that he fought at and yeah. fighting the guy with, with potentially the most power since Mike Tyson. Right. Yeah, he's it's a dangerous fight and he should be compensated for that. I'm not disagreeing with you and I know you know that. No, I disagree no. with Dana White's uh moronic stance of whenever a guy says show me the money they're scared to fight. That's bullshit. Ali said that. Ali said well he didn't say show me the money, but Ali wanted to get paid, sure. right? And he wanted to get paid cuz he was fighting some of the most dangerous guys, George Foreman. The most dangerous guy at that time in boxing yep. was a young George Foreman. And Ali stepped in there, no problem, but he wanted to get compensated. People who were fighting Mike Tyson, I'm sure they said, hey, we want a little bit of a show purse. I can't prove it, but I'm sure no, there were a couple you of have guys. to, right? Because you're taking a <laughs> risk, right? When John goes up to fight for the first time at heavyweight and is going into potentially the most dangerous guy, him or Derek Lewis, probably the two most dangerous guys at that weight yeah. class in terms of knockout power, you deserve to be compensated for it. And the fact that you're a, what, a 12-time champion in the UFC, 10 or 12, whatever it is, he has yeah. de- defended his belt for almost a decade. Like, he deserves to be compensated fairly. But you lose that right, or you lose the ability to make that happen when you negotiate publicly. And I think that's the bigger issue. No, absolutely, absolutely. And now I get the shrewdness if you can be shrewd publicly. If you're the type of person who can spin social media in your favor, yeah, then absolutely. If you can. think you can get away with it. John is not that guy. And I'm not saying he's a nitwit. He's just not the guy that should be shooting off his inner thoughts on Twitter. You know, it's maybe it sounds great in his head, right? When he sings like, oh, this is going to be a real good singer. And then it comes out and he's like, I'm like, oh, John, you just threatened to rape a woman. This is there's nothing funny about this. It's, <laughs> <laughs> why Why would you tweet something like this? And he's like, yeah. No, that's why we need him off of Twitter. But 
I don't think the fight's going to happen anytime soon. We'll probably be seeing Lewis versus Ngannou, if not Stipe versus Ngannou. Uh, yeah. Stipe's wife broke her silence and uh, well, broke the silence for Stipe, said he's okay. You know, he will be on the six-month standards. He he he, put, he, he made a statement yeah. two days after the fight. Well, she came out first, after, uh, directly after the fight, and she had a picture with him at the hospital and stuff, and, you know, they're expecting dude, their next kid. Don't ever tell me that that fucking, that, that DC punch was not a fucking fluke. That dude, he took, <laughs> did he take 15 unanswered punches in the first round? Yeah, but he, you know what? Shout out to Stipe, man, because there's some things people don't get credit for doing in fights. Being able to stand up with enough mental fortitude and go, I got punches coming from every direction. I need to be able to block. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. He got he hit. got hit so many, so many times. So, so many times. Now, his biggest mistake was when he was wobbled and he hit Francis, he tried to go back in because he thought he had him hurt, yes. right? And, it, yeah, he thought he stunned but him. He was out. He was out yeah. on his feet at that point, right? And yeah. and he hit him, and it wasn't much, right? He hit him, right? It would have put us down yeah. collectively. Yeah. Uh, Killed me. <laughs> we literally knocked all the Twinkies out of my body. <laughs> right. But, you know, you're standing across from Francis. What he needed to do was create some distance and, and try to get his thought path back, you know, to him. But it is yeah. what it is, right? Francis is the yeah. champion. Um, yeah. I'm not confident that at the end of this year, Francis will still be the champion. Uh, there's a decent chance the Lewis fight doesn't go his way. There's a decent chance right. that a, a potential rematch with Stipe this year doesn't go his way. You know, right. But he also could be the champion for the next five years, right, he, with a guy with that kind of power. Yeah, they were talking about it on uh, Rogan and Schaub, uh, who I disagree with quite often, feels like he's like, you know, I think John gets it, uh, he gets it done if he fights Francis. And I'm like, he does have the tools to beat him. Well, but so did he, has, he has the tools to beat everybody. John Jones is, is But so did Stipe. So did Stipe. Well, correct, correct. You know? And the same thing could happen to John. John's John's no you know, he's John's no stranger to, is coming. <laughs> he's no stranger to getting hit. Right? Yeah. John gets hit in every one of his fights and, and that's the guy yeah. on the other end, him or Derek Lewis, the ones that put yeah. you out when they hit you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing John's got going for him for light heavyweight, he has fought some of the most dangerous power punchers in history, but that was a light heavyweight. Right. You know, that was a light heavyweight. It's not Francis Ngannou who could probably knock down a tree you know, on a bad right. day. Right. <laughs> right. You know, the question is, is does John weather the storm? Um, we'll see. Eventually, or, or not, you know. Yeah. We, hell, who knows? Six months from now, we, Derek Lewis could be our heavyweight champion, and that shit would be <laughs> hilarious. Teacup sipping Derek Lewis. I want to talk about Tyron. Really quickly, I you know. Oh man, that was a that was ex an exciting three it minutes. It, it was, <laughs> man. and he went he went out on the shield. He for came sure, out, dude. Got some, he got hey, some angle. He let he let that right hand go for the one that he's yeah. been winding up for fifteen dude, he, rounds. Yeah, he let that one go, and he actually threw a left. He was throwing combos until he got caught, and I was like, oh man, <laughs> like poor Tyron. But dude, I, I, I thought the Tyron was going to put him out. To be fair, did you think the same yeah. thing? I, yeah, that first blitz, I thought maybe that would have been the fight. Racked right. him, and then <clears throat> have we ever seen Tyron wobbled like that? No, I I was thinking no, that, never, I, right? I would have to go back and watch his fight against Nate Mark uh, Markoy Mark. I forget the guy's name. It was in Strike Force, yeah, but Nate, uh, Nate Markhart. Yeah, I think Nate might have finished him. I can't remember if it was punches or a submission, but I've do not recall him ever being that hurt in a fight before, dude. It was crazy. It was a, listen, it was a good fight. 
It, yeah. it was a very, very good fight. It's a good way for Tyron to go out. The UFC's not going to re-sign him, right? Let's be right. fair. That was his, that was the last fight on his uh, on his contract. On his contract. He's lost four in a row. Uh, to all, hey, listen, four four in a row to the four guys that he lost to. I will yeah. take that on my record, right? Yeah. yeah that yeah, is yeah, a yeah. that is a very good four people in a row to lose to. If if that's after a former champion's going to go out, right? Usman, Covington. Burns and now uh, Vincente Luque. Yeah, Vincente. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Four people, very good to very good to lose to. If if that's that's the way you're gonna go out, right? Absolutely. But man, I thought he had him, and then he didn't, and then he had him again, dude. It was it was a, the most back and forth four minutes I've ever seen in the UFC. They got fight of the night, so at least he got paid for that. You know what I'm saying? That's he's another guy that's been like, show me the money, and you know, he got that money, got that 50 G bonus right there. So, but shout out to you, Tyron, man. Uh, no more rapping. I would say definitely. No, do whatever go. you want now. Yeah, and listen, retire, retire from fighting, right? Yeah. Retire as one of the as a fantastic champion, right? And just do your thing like do whatever the hell you want from now on and no one's going to criticize you for rapping while you're training for fights right they might criticize you for being a not great rapper I've never listened to any of his music so i can't confirm or deny that's subjective right but that's what everybody is, yeah what is good yeah. rap uh, what, you know? is, what is good music I, I don't know i clearly don't know you've listened to my music <laughs> you know what there's nothing wrong with like an ace of bass man you're cool bro i told you don't feel self-conscious about that <laughs> i saw the sign or the sun. I can't remember that. It was a really cheesy song that came out a long time ago. <laughs> well, they're a Swedish pop group. Of course, they're probably pretty good. Like ABBA. <laughs> One of their members used to be a neo-Nazi and uh, you know, changed his life and joined that group. Wow. From from bad to worse. Yeah. yeah from bad yeah. to worse. <laughs> Go back to being a Nazi, bro. You were doing better. <laughs> Oh my god, that is that is interesting. All right. <laughs> so as we move into main topic number one, Zach, did you actually watch Kong versus Godzilla? No, I put it on there. I know, I know, it's wildly popular. Um, I heard a little bit about it from from some people. No, I have zero inch. I've never seen a King Kong movie or a Godzilla movie ever, so I don't care. Yeah, at this point, no, no need to start uh, expanding your horizons. I had to go back to like there, the twenties to catch up or some shit. Like, no, it's literally a new. It's a reboot. You just watch uh, the one that came out in twenty fifteen. Too much. It's two movies. Too much. Two, three, three movies. Blow your mind. Triply too much. <laughs> you know, here's the thing about the movie, man. Uh, it is exactly of all the versus movies that have come out in the past twenty years, and there's only been a handful. This is. The best versus movie where you get to see two iconic characters go against each other. So famously, we had Jason versus Freddy. We had Aliens versus Predator. And then we had Batman versus Superman. And we all know how that one went down. This is the best movie to come out of the versus genre. Uh, I have to say, though, it was hilarious to me. And to anyone that is spoiler alert. Yep, good point, Billy. Spoiler alert for anyone that's in the stream. Uh, Godzilla did win the fight, which is hilarious because there's literally a part. There's literally a part in the movie where King Kong is so beat up after the fight, he looks like that guy at the bar after you beat him down a little bit. And he's like, "Come back over here! I'm not done with you yet." <laughs> I ain't your Nobel. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the um, the stand from uh, the South Park episode. Yeah, he's a just bleed. <laughs> 
old school just believe fan. It was uh, you know, the the human interactions in the movie were completely pointless up until a point. There were some scenes where I was like, why are they even lines? Why are they pretending that we came here to see anything else other than to watch this lizard kill this monkey? That's when I came to see <laughs> and it was amazing. It was actually beautifully shot too. It was great cinematography in the movie. CGI was great. It was all CGI, right? They didn't find a giant <laughs> ape and a giant uh, crocodile to fight. Uh, they did in Central Park, but it turned out they were just two crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, the movie was was good. Yeah, overall, the movie was good. So their universe, the uh, the monster verse, this all started with that, the first Godzilla movie, but you didn't know they had coexisted in the same universe until uh, Kong Skull Island. And, uh, you know, there are a few drawbacks with the movies. Like, they kind of get right into the business, right? So when you watch kong skull island at the end of that movie the post credit scene it's like oh man look godzilla's and you know some sad some some ancient people drew him up on the wall and there's another monster and it's like oh so they all exist and you find out that this uh clandestine agency called monarch is in uh, the kong universe and that's when they merged them this actual movie starts off with king kong being in his habitat that just happened right first movie you see him and he's living in a plush beautiful utopic society they throw him right in the plot and they're like oh yeah that place got destroyed by a storm we had to save him put him in a little bubble but keeping him there for the past decade or so <laughs> against his will need him to fight this lizard lizard's probably going to kill him on site and that's the crazy part when kong they literally said <clears throat> in the movie as soon as we take him out of here godzilla is going to come looking for him and kill him. And Zach, I'm telling you right now, that is quite literally the next scene. Like they're on a bunch of boats, and Godzilla looks like an angry stepfather. He came home and you drank the last Bud Light, right? He just comes out of the water like I came here to do two things: blow up boats and kill floating monkeys. Have you seen any? And he tries to, he literally tried to drown King Kong twice. And <laughs> There was a point in this movie when I was watching that scene when Godzilla's drowning King Kong because Godzilla has been the hero of this franchise, but he literally pulls King Kong under the water. He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm a lizard. So I do this thing where I wrap around my prey and you're a monkey. So you, you know, you're you're going to die (laughs) in the open sea and he pulls him underneath. I was like, man, this is amazing. It was a, it was amazing. I, I it was a, the best bad movie I've ever seen. But there's other stuff going on, controversy surrounding King Kong versus Godzilla. So a bunch of angry Snyderverse fans decided to take the IMDb prior to the release of Godzilla versus Kong, and in their in their infinite wisdom, the best way they could think to stick it to Warner uh, Warner Brothers, known as Warner Media Studios now or whatever, was they decided to review bomb Kong versus Godzilla. Thus giving into the narrative that there are a bunch of sweaty, angry, toxic fans sitting around that watch the Snyder Cut. And this was their best plan, right? It didn't occur to them like, hey, maybe I just won't support any franchises and I'll galvanize my group that way. We'll just all boycott the movies. No, we're going to review bomb the movie prior to it coming out just to prove the point that we're a bunch of angry, toxic people. So that kind of took center stage over the release of Kong versus Godzilla, but made $120 million in uh, COVID. That's a times. lot. That's a lot of money. And What's that was the, all uh, the what was the production? Oh, well, fair. What was the production yeah. cost? Do you know? W- way over that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Right, because the CGI alone is going to be incredibly expensive. They, they had to buy all the 3090s left in the world to render it. I'm sure. Bastards. <laughs> so you, how long is the movie? 
uh, I don't know, like just under or over two hours, dude. I'm telling, I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to explain something to you, man. I literally was on my phone when there wasn't an interaction between Godzilla and Khan. Like I, w- I was listening to the story, and I'm All like, ah, right. oh, you know, that's fine. Did Mothra make a, an appearance? Unfortunately, Mothra got killed in the previous movie. Oh. Which was really sad, and also quite possibly a reason that Godzilla is so pissed off in this movie. Apparently, Mothra had some calming effect on him that we all didn't understand, and Mothra got killed, and Godzilla's like, well, you know, know, I gotta kill some motherfuckers. Got it, got it. If you're interested in the plot at all, so here's why Godzilla's going shit uh, in the movie. (laughs) So he had killed a villain in the previous movie called King uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, Ghidorah. Is it Ghidorah, Billy? It's Ghidorah. Well, that's what we'll call him. It's a three-headed atomic lightning breathing monster and Godzilla that's, ate That sounds ate cool. And, uh, but this was his most uh, daunting foe up until this point. And he finds out in this movie that someone has been doing something that's you know reverberating King Ghidorah's uh, presence. So it's kind of like you thinking you've killed your mortal enemy and then hearing his voice. Over and over again. That that would probably piss you off, right? If you just started hearing Donald Trump everywhere you went, you'd probably have a reaction I, to I that. I would just blow up. I would, I would spontaneously <laughs> combust. It's funny you said that because that's literally what Godzilla did. He showed up to a place. He was like, I know that motherfucker's here. I know he's here. I'm here to kill. There were some great comedic scenes in this movie too, man. Uh, it's just so bad, but it's so good. Like at one point, they take Khan to the center of the earth because that's where giant monkeys live. Hollow earth theory. Uh, also a reference to an old, uh, great piece of literature journey to the center of the earth. So they take Kong there. Kong's running around. Turns out the center of the earth. is not filled with hot magma and crust. It's Just actually a monsters. Plush. No, it's pl- yeah, monsters and plus greenery. And, you know, apparently in this land, Kong and his people were like gods and they built themselves a temple to show that they were gods. I can't go any more into the plot than that because it's like it's absolute madness. What did you I... said so far is literally <laughs> madness. I, I, I don't I... understand any of it, nor have I been captivated enough to to sit down and watch the movie. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. So there's a final okay. battle in Hong Kong, right? And in remember Hong I told... Kong, did this, does it just destroy Hong Kong? Or, oh, yeah, they, or are they there. like... You no, know... Godzilla shows up. He could have swam under a bridge. He could have swam maybe even around this bridge. How big is miles how down. big is Godzilla in this movie? He's a, he's 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 huge, and so like is Kong. Two hundred feet tall. Yeah, dude, they're standing up with skyscrapers in Hong Kong, so they're they're big guys. They're big. Oh, okay. All right, I'll just curious. curious. So check check this out. So remember, I told you Kong was in the center of the earth. Look, you know, he's running around doing his thing. Sh- turns out where Godzilla was, he was literally right above Kong. It's a huge coincidence, and Godzilla senses that Kong is down there and begins to burn a hole all the way down to the center of the earth, and then they can actually see each other. It was absolutely amazing. So are they like mortal enemies? Is this like a thing? Yeah, they're like, apparently, oh, that was another piece of uh, exposition that got left on the cutting room table. So apparently there's a, a ancient rivalry between the two groups, The you know, when there were more Godzillas and there were more Kongs. I suspect that Godzilla was surprised to see the ape. And he's like, didn't I kill the last one of you motherfuckers? Like, last time? How many could there possibly be left? But it was a great watch. It was fun. It would have been great to see something that bad and cheesy in the theaters. But, you know. Right. One it's a theater movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, and 
good for Warner Brothers, right? This couldn't have happened at a better time. I believe that if Kong versus Godzilla comes out pre-COVID, it does har- it bombs in the theater, right? It, it would have made eight dollars, <laughs> and six dollars of that would have been on the popcorn. Dude, yeah, Billy's right. They made Godzilla the villain for half the movie, forgetting that this this is what upsets me. I'm about to go real nerd. So who is like, the I'm, villain in this movie, or are they just oh, two big bad guys just fucking fucking each other? No, up? it's a it's a Mecha Godzilla. So the whole thing. This remember is I told you massive spoilers, by the way. So uh, if you don't, we'll have to put a warning oh, wait, in wait, there wait, somewhere. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait! No need to put a spoiler alert. You didn't hear. Uh, you wouldn't have heard this. So prior to this movie coming out, they had released uh, some pictures of the merchandise that was coming out for it, and they'd shown some of the toys. And some genius showed the villain of the movie. They they had a, a pre-release for the Mecha Godzilla, so it's already been spoiled. So did the two team up and fight the other thing? Yes. After yeah. Godzilla, got who, turned, made Mecha Godzilla? who made Mecha Godzilla? Who made Mecha Godzilla? Are you ready for this? An organization called Apex. Can you guess what their goal in a world where large titans run around are? Do you, do you know maybe what their worldview was? To be the biggest and baddest. Yes, you you guessed it. You wow. guessed the cerebral. <laughs> yes. How late does a- the the bad guy show up? No, the bad guys are in the, in the onset of the movie. Uh, it's really for something that's so simple. It's kind of hard to explain. So essentially, because you haven't seen the other movies, they captured. The, rem- the remnants, the remains of the previous monster, uh, bad guy monster in the last movie. And they were using that to create a psychic uplink for their pilot oh, of course. To, dri- to drive. So they were their- trying to make Pacific Rim. Yes, yes. But Pacific yes. Rim is already yeah. out. So, like, why isn't that just canon in this ridiculous it sh- movie? It, sh- it should be, man. Actually, Pacific Rim 1 was uh, bad, but the fight scenes were amazing. Some yeah, of them it was, it was okay. Yeah, I saw an IMAX. I loved it. So that's essentially what happens, man. (laughs) That's essentially what happened in this movie. Godzilla shows up. He's looking for the bad guy. Kong just happens to be in his way. And he's like, well, while I'm looking for the bad guy, I'll beat up on you for a little while. Kong goes to the center of the earth looking for proof of uh, life for his own people. Godzilla and Kong's people had a, you know, some type of ancient beef. who We don't know who wiped who out. These two continue to beef. Uh, now, if we're going to switch it to a fighting stance, Godzilla took round one. He nearly drowned Kong, but they had to intervene to save Kong. Round two, Kong has now Who gotten intervened. A... Oh, the uh, the Navy. <laughs> the Navy dropped death charges on Godzilla when he was trying to drown Kong. <laughs> How does that make you know, like the Navy would just get fucked up in this scenario? Wait, I'm, right? I'm sorry. Are I'm they sorry. firing nuclear <laughs> missiles at this dude or no? The death charges, the death charges. Are going to kill most things, no matter what their size, except for Godzilla. Like you, you drop, they drop like twelve of these things. One of them could take out a fleet of uh, what I wouldn't be called a fleet. Could take out multiple submarines, right? One could take a out fleet multiple. works there. A, a yeah. death charger. So this is another. Yeah. This is another fictional thing that I would have had to have. No, up. no, this is a real weapon that that exists. <laughs> it's called a death charge. They, they drop it and it releases this almost deafening explosion underneath water. Yeah, death charges. Sounds like it's made up. Now that I said it over multiple, like multiple times, it feels like it's made up, but it's a real thing. Okay, so Death Charger is what it's called, because I yeah. definitely just googled Death Charger and a Wow Mount just came up, and that's the top search. <laughs> you know, I, I, got, like, I gotta look at it now. I gotta look at was, it. I was like, was it some obscene porn? If you can entertain the people for a second, I'll find it for you. I, I'm fine. I don't really need to exactly know what it is. I, I'm just trying to, you know, 
edge this conversation along because it's hilarious to me of uh, <laughs> what the hell th- th- this anyone finds entertainment in this. And, and I'm sorry, I'm I was sure mispronouncing. It's, it's a depth charge. That makes more sense. Depth charge. Got it. But but Billy will tell you, man. So uh, Godzilla nearly drowned Kong. They shot off like 12 of these things underwater, saved Kong. Round two, Kong has now got his magical axe. He's upgraded, right? He's powered up a bit. The axe is actually made of a piece of an, a dead Godzilla. It's a part of his, you know, there's spikes. And uh, he straight up hits Godzilla in the head with the stick. <laughs> he jumps from the sky and smacks him dead in the face, knocks him out cold. They get back up. Round two goes to Kong. Kong tries to get him in a chokehold. Unfortunately, Godzilla did what we were just talking about. He bit the shit out of Kong and then <laughs> grabbed him for a straight-up judo throw and starts kicking the shit out of him and steps on poor King Kong and caves in his chest. Don't worry, though. There was a ship that was around that they used as a, as paddles to jumpstart King Kong's heart, and that's when they uh, he helped Godzilla beat Mecha Godzilla. It was an amazing movie. I'm not doing it justice with the recap. <laughs> yeah, King Kong jumping ship to ship, Billy, is like a Nintendo game. And it was friggin', it was amazing I'm to watch. I'm so confused. Why don't you just watch it? It's free. It, it on sounds Max. awful. It doesn't <laughs> sound fun, dude. Listen, you've watched Falling Down. It can only go up from there. <laughs> dude, that movie was bad. That movie's amazing. It's hilarious, know. but yeah, the movie is so, bad. It's you know, it made 120 million, man. Uh HBO oh. Max did some something really smart with this. Like Warner Brothers did something really smart. This release and Mortal Kombat specifically are two movies that would have tanked. And it was really fun. Yes, Billy. They these movies would have tanked in a the theater. But you know, right now being free on HBO Max, if you get it for free like I do, this is perfect, perfect deal. Do I want to see any more movies in the MonsterVerse? Sure. As long as I don't have to pay for HBO Max and if they're releasing it on that, I'll watch every last one of them. The minute I actually have to pay one cent for HBO Max, I'll cancel my subscription and never watch anything on there again. It just just doesn't doesn't interest me. I I don't... I've never seen any of them. I probably won't ever. You should. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just not. It's just not my deal. I, I don't. Dude, it was fun. I will say that, man. It was. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you definitely probably want to have a couple of drinks, sit back, and just let reason, logic, these things that burden us, just let all that go before you watch this movie. Don't bring that with you. <laughs> it sounds like I shouldn't. It sounds like a a horribly bad idea, but. It's interesting though. So the 120 million dollars did well overseas. Was received well in China, ironic, uh, and they loved it. So they will probably be steam for steaming for it with the rest of this universe. Uh, so who's have, left in the universe at this point? How many more monsters are there? At this point, I can't. You know, there's an Ultraman. I think I, this. It's been years since I watched any of those old movies. They've already done all the main people. So I don't know what they would do from this point forward. I'll tell you this, though, man. What they're probably going to do is now we'll get a movie with King Kong running around the center of the earth, finding out more about who he is and his people. Yeah, just really, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who who are the other. Oh, go for it. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of monsters. 
yeah. <laughs> I, I guess so. I looked up MonsterVerse. I love that in the in the C also section, Pacific Rim is there. So we're going to shout out Pacific Rim. So, yeah, first movie was amazing. The second one, I do not understand what happened there. But how many of those movies could you actually make? You know, so <laughs> one. <laughs> the same one as Avatar. One. So you're not going to check out Avatar? No, 2. I will absolutely watch Avatar two. I, I thought Avatar one was very good. Avatar uh, one yet again is the uh, the single most <laughs> watched movie of all time or grossing because they re-released it for the 55th time in fucking somewhere yeah you know what's crazy about that is i love disney's marketing team like oh no man they're beating endgame we should probably re-release endgame so you could show your support for it it's like they're the only ones getting paid from this the mouse house owns that property now it'd be interesting to see what james cameron does under their thumb for avatar 2 i enjoyed the first movie i don't know if there's another story to tell there like i'm okay with the mystery like he found happiness, got into a new body, met a new love, defended the planet. I don't want to see the humans come back for the big payback. I don't want to see more blue people dying. That shit was traumatic enough the first time I watched it. Remember when they blew up the world tree or whatever that thing yeah, was called? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yes. You were literally that one businessman that was like, we're here to get the metals. <laughs> get the metals. Yeah, I need my my ores, my lithiums, you know. What was it called? Unobtainium, I believe, is what the writers decided to name the precious metal in Avatar. Unobtainium is a, is a thing on the periodic table. No, no. They were being cute, though. Un- unobtainium. It's a thing on the periodic table. Uh, Is it? Yeah. Yeah, if that's re- yeah. if that's really a thing, if there's a floating metal on the periodic table. Yeah, unobtainium, unobtainium is a thing on the periodic table for sure. But it's like one of the ones that it's it, you can only like produce it in a lab or something. So it doesn't like actually count, but yeah, it is. I'm not buying it. I think James Cameron was just being cute again, man. He's making more movies that control our minds and make us believe that the ocean is melting and that the ice caps are real. I'm not buying it. President Trump already warned me about all this stuff. Got it. Got it. Yes. Uh, ice caps are not real. I agree. And, <laughs> and the bir- birds are government spy drones. Oh, dude, I really wish I could be that paranoid. It's got to be fun at some point, right? Like, just like everywhere there's, you know, people watching you. The igloos aren't real. Eskimos are trying to enslave your brain. You so, know yeah. what my favorite group of people are in that realm? Are the gang stalking people? You know, have you heard Who? about gang stalking? No. Where people just like will in their head just draw together like a bunch of coincidences. There's like, oh, there's there's four red cars in this parking lot. The people are after me, or and it's like, oh my god, three people over there are backed in, and one guy over there is backed in. They're after me, and they don't really know who or what, but they're being stalked by just a large group of people. Yeah, those people, those are my favorite in that category. Yes, they are the people uh, afflicted by the group known as them, them, or they. <laughs> I feel for them, but I really do wish I could party with them sometime. Maybe you should just watch Congress as Godzilla. Just watch a little bit of it, bro. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I'm not interested. All right. Moving right along, folks. I'll get them to watch it. That's you got not, your vaccine, that's huh? That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> You'll not get me to watch it. You don't have any... I, I have over the shit that I, I watch. Will, Although I you, will go clock, clockwork orange on your ass, strap you down to your own gaming just chair. Just kill me. 
Just kill. It's not a gaming chair. It's just a regular <laughs> office chair. Just, just kill me. At that point, it'll be fine. You know, like, You're like stick to knife and where it belongs. I am vaccinated, partially vaccinated. Went about a week ago to uh, Goshen, New York, to get my vaccine. Uh, got the third degree when I showed up there, and uh, a good moral speech from a lady that was sitting at the door checking everyone in for their shots. I walked up, and she literally said to me, "Well, you don't look fifty-five. What are you doing here?" I'm like, oh, I'm considered an essential frontline worker, so I'm here to get my shot that I uh, registered for. She's like, well, I'm going to need to see some ID. Hand her my ID. She's like, this isn't good enough. I need to see where you work at. Where do you work that qualifies you as an essential worker? I said where I worked, and she scoffed. I would have, too. (laughs) (laughs) Rightfully. So you're set up for the second appointment, all right? I'm set up for the second appointment, ready to go. Unfortunately, no cool side effects to a report, folks. No, you know, onset of telepathy or telekinesis. Uh, I didn't am getting better arms. cell phone service. Huh? I am getting better cell phone service after I got my second dose. So that means you got yesterday. what, like a bar in your house now or something? No, no, still zero. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's still zero. Still zero. But I, I know it's better. I can feel it. I know. I can feel it. <laughs> I hear it mostly when I'm sleeping and when I grind my teeth. You went in for your first. Uh, you got your second shot. Yes, got my second shot yesterday. How are you feeling about the whole thing? Uh, fine. Um, I think I slept through most of what would have been the the side effects. Um, I kind of like planned that out. You know, like a degenerate. I've been sleeping until almost 3 p.m. for months, <laughs> months waiting for this. Like an absolute degenerate. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I had some side effects. I was just really tired today, which I'm generally not very tired, like ever. Um, body aches, headache all day. Yeah, just like some fairly mild side effects. So whatever. I didn't have, I didn't have anything. They said it's going to happen most. Uh, all of it's on the second shot. Things. Yeah. Yeah. My arm was sore, like sore as hell for like the days. <laughs> Yeah. No, like the day after, I literally felt like I got into like a, a punching war. But it's interesting because I told a good friend of mine that I was getting the shot, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "What are you doing that for?" And I'm like, "Well," uh, and for the first time, I was literally starting like, "I'm doing it because my wife wants me to do it, and I think it's a good idea to do the things she likes me to do." But otherwise, not. I felt better, you know. I explain it to me again. Why did I get the shot, Zach? Why did I, Why did I do this? What is it protecting me from, and how is it protecting me? You seem to know a lot about this. I mean, I know very little. Listen, I'm not a virologist or a vaccinologist. Um, you, you play one on Twitch, so that's a good, actually very valid point. Let me put my virologist <laughs> hat on. I don't have anything near here that would count as a hat, other than a baseball mitt. Um, no, I mean, so it makes you less likely to contract COVID. Um, and then, more importantly, if you do get it, the symptoms are, are significantly more mild. Um, and that's kind of really the, the point of it for sure. So it's crazy, man. Cause I was listening to Rogan talk about this the other day and obviously great Rogan, source of news. Yeah. It's the only place I consume my news. Uh, you know, no matter what raw data you show up with, if Rogan doesn't say it's right, I don't agree with you. And if, he, with and if he said you lost the fight, you lost, but it was interesting to hear him talk about the entire situation and hear other people talk about the vaccine. It's we can turn anything into a hot button topic. In America, and I love that about America. Like, literally, I heard someone say at the school the other day, I would die of COVID before I got the vaccine. Like, and this was just in passing. I don't know what the rest of the conversation was. Like, were they on their way to eat? They had a few things in their hands. I'm like, well, you were, how did you get to this part? 
I have I no idea, I, dude. I, I do. I just don't get it, man. I, I honestly don't get the the not being on board with the vaccine thing. Like, it, it's there's studies. It's been proven to work. Just fucking get it, dude. Like, I, I don't. I want the most. I should have got the most experimental one. What do you think of the chances of me getting another shot and gaining some type of superpower or some type of ability? Is that uh, something very that- likely? Uh, I assume if you get both, all three vaccines. Um, yeah. and, and the AstraZeneca one in uh, Europe, you are yes. very likely to have something happen. You just end up in the world of Warcraft. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, but then you then you know you'd have bad luck and you could be like a you could be one of the shitty races like anything on the Alliance. Oh, I want to get that reference. Who who's on the Alliance? Oh God, I can look them up. Uh, humans. Uh, okay. Dwarves, Draenei, Night Elves, um, Pandarans, Halfly. Now those sound like people I want to party with, man. No, 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 no. Those are the bad people. They're the bad people of the story. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Oh, I missed gnomes and I missed wargans. So you don't want to... Yeah, yeah. Like... It'd be funny if you came back as a gnome. That shit would be hilarious. <laughs> The the little fellows with the red hats, yeah, correct, correct. What are their attributes in World of Warcraft? We're way off script here, folks. I'm sorry. I I I mean, I don't even know what their racials are, honestly. Uh, Do they have they have little weapons and stuff, or they just? Yes, everything is scaled down, right? That that is that is correct. So you get there are a few small races in in World of Warcraft: gnomes, goblins, Volpera. so yeah, I mean dwarves are a half size. So Yeah, little yeah. little folk. Little folk. They're just everything's just scaled down. You can't make any of the armor that you wear look good on on a, on a little creature cuz it just it's just tiny. <laughs> so it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorite parts of like elvish lore and stuff like that. Just thinking about a grand battle and thinking about World of Warcraft, you got dragons, you got ice creatures, ice giants, all types of shit. And then in the midst of that battle, there's a little man with a little axe, with little armor running around. The best is when you get one of those classes as a tank. So you're fighting to something like a giant dragon, and you're a gnome warrior tanking it. And it's, just, it's the funniest shit you've ever seen. Dude, my thing, switching back to the vaccine, my thing with the vaccine now at this point, it's right along with don't talk about religion and politics. and It's open so doors. insane, man. It is actually insane absolute insanity i was at uh at the shop right over there in montague and i was mm-hmm. listening to some of the elderly people talk about it and man, i gotta be honest with you you forget that these uh you know previous generations of things they've been through these people had to be at least in their mid 90s i don't know how they got out the house i don't know what they were doing sitting in front but it was okay. a nice day so it makes you know the the elderly always come out when it's warm they just come out of nowhere they were sitting around and talking about like diseases of old, like the stuff they've experienced, <laughs> like when they were growing up. And I'm just like, man, but each and every one of them were really grateful because they had all came from getting their second shots. And yeah. I was just like, this is it's an interesting thing because typically when people get that age, you start hearing them, their vocabulary change a little bit. They're looking forward in some instances to transitioning. They don't want to be a burden on their family. Old people today are like, no, give me the shot. I am not dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. Very, very true. Yeah. I was, uh, I was snuck in to get my shots in between the, the oldest people I've ever seen in my entire life. Were they all staring at you? 
<laughs> yeah, I walked up and they're like, they call my name and I was like, oh, I'm here. And they're like, what the fuck? Get this dude out of here. He doesn't get the shot. <laughs> You're just chilling with them playing Parcheesy the whole morning. Like, all right, guys, I'm going in. You have a good one. <laughs> Bob, make sure you keep taking those water pills. They really do help, man. Uh, my mom just got vaccinated. She got her second one. It's I'm looking to return to some semblance of normalcy. And Soon, if you're telling me this one sure. of the paths based off the science that's going to help us get back there, I'm all in, man. But, you yeah. know, I'm not telling you how to live your life. You don't want to get the shot. Don't get the shot. Just don't come where I'm at. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. And then Stay. don't look for help when you when you get COVID. And now you, now you have issues. It's pretty easy. See, this is pretty simple. See, Zach is always going to take it just a, a little bit further. <laughs> That's that right. last line. Right. You, you're, you're the guy in that situation. who's like, you know what else would be a good idea? Let's get them all in camps, and then they can just. <laughs> no, camps are bad. Executed on the side of the road, now I might agree to. One of the best memes I've seen this week regarding the vaccine has been, I saw some guy vaccinating himself under the bridge the other day. Yeah. He didn't look well. I'm like, That's amazing. That's awesome, yeah. I think the uh, last you... person in like my immediate family to get their second shot, I think my dad gets his four or five days from now, and then that's it. I think everyone, everyone pretty much has it. Are you guys? Uh, does, has your family worked out a timeline when you're all going to start gathering again? I know what your dad's uh, health and stuff like that. I have no idea. I, I'm not involved in any of that. I'll get a call <laughs> one day and be like, "Hey, we're doing this thing," and I don't even get those calls anymore. You know, everyone will just be gone, and I'll, I'll text some. I'll text my mom, like, "Where the hell did everyone go?" I'm like, "Oh, we're doing this thing over there with, with that thing." I'm like, "Okay, good luck. I'm gonna go get some chicken nuggets." Nug nugs, picking up his what is it? Chicken buffalo wrap sandwiches. What the hell are you addicted to? The buffalo chicken sandwiches. <laughs> are they wrapped or are they on regular bread? They're just, they're just a regular sandwich. I need to get one of those things, man. It's just to... it's just spicy chicken on bread, dude. No, I need one, man. Anything that makes you travel, how far do you drive? It's like a 15, 20-minute drive every day to get one of these things? Hold on. It's 15 or 20 minutes to get to the nearest grocery store from my house. So it's not like an out-of-the-way drive. Everything is out of the oh, fucking okay. way from where I live. It's not like an additional 15 minutes on top of the 15. If it was 40 minutes away to get to get a chicken sandwich, oh, fuck it. I'm good. I'm good. But to get to that shop right that you were talking about is 20 minutes for me. So, You know what we need around here, man? We need Chick-fil-A, Green White Castle, but wow. I need them placed in the most inconvenient spots. Where where are the most dangerous and most inconvenient spots in the county we live in? Where can we place these things where they could do it the be best Newburgh. business? But I should always be scared going to White Castle. Newburgh. If you're not terrified. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's downtown Newburgh. Yeah, right on the water. Right no, there. no, the water's the good part. You want it to be a few blocks up from the water. Oh, by the projects and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. the dangerous spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, if you're not getting vaccinated, this is the last thing I have to say about this thing. If you're not getting vaccinated, you're not a bad person. I don't hate you. I don't dislike you. I, uh, I, I have no ill will Steve towards you. speaking for himself. Yeah, I am speaking for myself. Just, you know, maybe reconsider your position. You know? Yeah, a ask yourself people... why you're a shitty person. <laughs> ask yourself why... You want this global pandemic to keep going on. Ask yourself why you want to continuously wear a mask, right? Because I'm hey. sure these are the same people who complain about this stuff, right? I've yes. never once been in public and had my mask on and been like, wow, this sucks. It's always like, damn, if someone were to recognize me right now and I didn't have a mask on, right? Like if this was normal and I'd have to speak to them, that would really bother me. But I have a mask on. No one knows who I am. My hair's all grown out. Like I'm good. 
Yeah. I don't have to speak um, to anybody in public. It's great. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about bad breath ever. As long as no, it's no, no, mad. No. You still worry about bad breath because it gets up in your nose, your own nose. No. You smell your own bad yeah. breath and then you vomit everyone, in your mask. Everyone loves the smell of their own cooking. I'm talking about other no. bad breath. It's like an invasive army coming in, right? You smell your own morning breath and you're like, oh, that's a little different than yesterday. But you smell someone else's morning breath. You're like, holy shh. Nope. I'll, I'll never call this person again. <laughs> I will nope. never deal with them on that level ever again, dude. Stay in the house if you're not getting a vaccine. I want to switch back because we're talking about vaccinations. Uh, next UFC event did sell out. Live yep. audience sold in, out. In uh, Texas, right? Or is it in Florida? Yep. Uh, it's one of the. It's Texas. one of the two idiot states. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna miss fights where there's no crowd. You liked it, right? I really enjoy being able to hear the corners, being able to hear the commentators very clear. Right. Everything. Everything grappling exchanges have been much better in this climate because usually you have to worry about people booing when there's a lot of grapple grappling. Oh, no, you just on. let them happen. Yeah, yeah. It's actually been pretty pure. But sold out in 15 minutes, man. And we got Diaz versus your uh, least favorite fighter of all, Leon Edwards. Uh, he's, not Leon. My, he's not my least favorite fighter. Well, he's he pulled not. a B move, and I, I get he that. He pulled I a bitch move, and then disrespected the guy immediately <laughs> after. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't agree with some of the stuff he says. Still fun to watch. But he's fighting Nate Diaz. Yeah. They, why'd they sign Nate Diaz up, up to die? <laughs> this is going to be a long ass whooping. It be. really, really is. I cannot see Nate in any way, shape, or form being a threat in this fight. And I like Nate Diaz, man. I like his boxing style. It's sloppy. It's, you know, it's fan friendly. I like the volume punches. When they really get into the pocket, him and his brother, though, all, all bullshit aside, and they start throwing combos. Some of the most impressive combos you'll ever see in MMA. I say MMA, not boxing. I'm not going there with that conversation. But Leon Edwards has got too many tools. And then I, I just, he's, he's literally going to beat this guy's ass from round one to the last round. So it'd be interesting to see that. But yeah. I've, I brought that up because I'm wondering, what's the protocol for them bringing all the people back? Like There is show- none. The states, oh, are o- the states are open. Okay. So then it's open. Right, like oh, so you don't have to worry about anything. So, like when I was trying to buy hockey tickets for when uh, MSG was going to open back up, um, there right. is a protocol. You have to be, uh, you have to test po- test negative, not test positive. God, that's awful. You have to test <laughs> negative within two weeks, within X amount of hours of, of going. You have to be able to produce that or produce the, your vaccination card. Um, okay. So that was the only way you could you could actually enter the stadium. I'm assuming it's in Florida or Texas, where I know those both of those sold out. Um, right. Or one of the other, who cares? And they're just going to let whoever in. And if you're coughing, the better, right? The more you're coughing, the better. We're getting you up nice, close to the to the corner and everyone. Uh, yeah. They're going to have to have a fight canceled 20 minutes before it was supposed to start until they decide not to go back in with stands, with, uh, with people. So yeah. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, the interesting thing about that is... I doubt that uh, this this is the worst part, right? So nothing changes for the fighters, right? They still have to live their lives as if they're living in the bubble and assume the same risk as anyone else that's just shown up for the fight. Now, I know they're going to be sequestered in some way, and it'd be interested to see that, like how they're going to usher them into the stadiums or what they're going to do. You think they're just going to abandon all reason? I feel like they're going to – that's exactly what Dana looks like he wants to do. Um. There's only only reason you only way you could look 
at a situation and go, yeah, we want we want people back in the stadium, right? right. You, you're abandoning all reason and logic there. So why not just let it all go and then just let fighters do whatever they want, right? Right. That's, that's essentially what's what's going to happen here, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 absolutely insane. Like I know we're rushing to get back to normalcy. I would rather take any unnecessary steps to continue moving forward. Now, I don't want to take any unnecessary steps backwards, right? I don't want to see any more constraints put on businesses and stuff like that. I don't want to see people forcibly shut down. But we got to keep moving the goalpost forward, and that sure. comes with cooperation, dude. And uh, even if it's not mandatory vaccination. The mass thing, I just don't have a huge issue with. And I know I'm in of from the political group that I'm from, I'm in the minority, right? I don't see it as an infringement upon you're my the, civil you're the liberty. Only one in that yeah. In that entire group. group. Decided to be in. I, I don't have I don't have an issue with the mass. In fact, I think the data's in and it's proven that it's one of the most effective ways sure. to combat it. But listen, I'm not here to preach about this shit, man. It's just, you know, we got our vaccinations. I'm ready to party, man. I want to go to the movies man i want to have people over for you know what <laughs> yeah, i'm saying fights I are what i what i want to look forward to the most for sure i couldn't yeah. give a shit if i ever went back to a movie to be fair there is I something know. fun about a movie experience and there are, are movies that are better watched in theater right absolutely i'm sure king king kong versus the monkey would have been way better <laughs> in a theater um yeah. but you know It'll be another few months before I think that's even, you know, regularly yeah, available again. I am interested in renting out a theater. That would be kind of sick. That would be really sick, man. Uh, my birthday's coming up, and that would be the perfect activity. Problem is, I don't want to take any chances. I take enough chances going to the school every day. One day I was working at the school, and this dude literally is coughing in his mask, and I step back to let him know that I'm uncomfortable with mm -hmm. what's happening, and he leans further <laughs> across the counter. I'm like, all right, man. You don't have to hang over the counter. I couldn't stop myself before I said, I'm like, you don't have to hang over the counter. I could literally, I can hear you, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I can hear you. There's nothing you're going to help say, make this situation, the diagnosis of what's going on with your device any better. That's the type of shit I'm looking forward to, is that type of idiocy starting to disappear. But at any event, put your fucking mask on. Go get your shot. Stop being a baby about it. See? I knew he'd come around to my, in my way of thinking. <laughs> So what's going on here, man? Uh, got some dark stuff <laughs> for the last topic. Listen, I expect you to be up to date on all the regular news. I just knew it, knew it had happened, so I threw it in there. I haven't even read anything about Actually, it. You you beat me to the punch on this. I was literally listening to it. So a, a cop was killed in D.C. Apparently, someone. If we're talking about the same scenario, some kid ran his car into multiple police officers. I think it's turning out to be. And this is starting to like, uh, so this whole thing is starting to get crazy. It's been crazy for a little bit, right? The response to the police officers. And then we knew something like this was going to happen with the George Floyd uh, trial going on right now. What I'm begging people to do, if this guy gets off, and most likely he's, I don't know why this seems like it's a surprise to everyone else. He, he's not going to jail for murder one or murder two or anything like that. No. He'll probably go from. If he gets popped, it's going to be for manslaughter. And it's or, only going to be for like negligent homicide or something. Right? Yeah. And it's going to be like three or four years. So what do we have to go back to the beginning of this thing all over again? Do we have to go back to riots and looting? Like, I get it. I want peaceful protests. I defend your right to do that. This is absolute insanity. This is the type of stuff that the insurgents do. 
this is not furthering the goal at all for i don't know what what is the goal at this point what's the goal bro like if, if you're know. looking for go ahead i'm sorry I'm about no to i i you know I, I was just responding to what you said i don't i don't know what the goal is it, it doesn't seem clear or uh like a like something that's unanimously dis- decided on right yeah and right now the goal is to make sure that one guy goes to jail to set some sort of I, I don't know, right? Precedent going forward for police being held held responsible for their actions, right. which is so insane to say because that should just be standard, right? Police right. should just be held accountable just like any other civilian is for the things that they do. And it seems to be, in many instances, just not a thing that happens, right? The only way you get out of, out of murder is to have enough money or be a cop, right? And yeah. that's essentially it. Yeah, I mean, but in, in regards to the the larger conversation, which is, everything you said is true. To if we're talking about civil rights and we're talking about due cause and justice for people who are wrongfully killed, you got to throw this cop on that list now, right? This guy, by all you know, absolutely, no the guy pro- at the Capitol, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is, yeah, it was this an eighteen year veteran of the of uh, the military. Uh, serving as a Capitol Police officer in D.C. Absolutely. Yeah, there needs to be justice brought forth for that gentleman. For him. For him and his family. And uh, I think this type of stuff impacts me just a little differently because I don't want to see this, right? This is not, obviously, when Martin Luther King gave his speech about I have a dream, the I have a dream speech, this is not what he was referring to. Even in his later days, Malcolm X would have been appalled by this type of violence towards police officers. He was more about self-defense. And we're talking about the height of police brutality Sorry, <laughs> we're talking about the height Something of police. Something crazy just came up on the screen over there. Yeah. <laughs> the height of police brutality during his day, man. I, I think this is counterproductive, and I think anyone that's advocating for what this young man did, that's also counterproductive. Don't mix these two groups, right? There are people who are willing to do harm in all political spheres. Like the people who, who rushed to, uh, the Capitol, you know, they were there to do that. Right. They were there. The people who looted last year during the, the beginning of the George Floyd situation, that's what they came there to do. They didn't come to, to protest or do anything like that. They came to loot. This situation does not help anyone, man. In fact, it, it harms it, it harms the case, right? It's yeah. the same exact thing as uh, false rape accusations. It, it, yeah. it harms the, the other cases of, of women who have had tragic events. And you know, are afraid to speak up or when they do speak up are just shied away because of all the, the rampant f- false accusations. Right. Like it, yeah. it only diminishes any other attempt at uh, bringing yeah. things into where they should be. Right. Cause it's like, yeah. Oh, well this is your response is to kill this guy who had nothing to do with it. Right. So it just, it, it invalidates everything about it. No, absolutely. And the thing, man, that's such a good point. Cause here's the thing. You look at a situation like, Jesse uh Jesse Smollett, right? Mm-hmm. I watched people try to defend what he did, and I'm like, no, dude, it's, this is it's the detrimental worst. to every uh, <laughs> everything <laughs> ever. <laughs> like ever. Like uh there was a young man whose name escapes me, a uh, young African American man back in the day. He was falsely accused of rape by an old by a, a white woman. And we're talking about this was like a 14-year-old kid. It was either rape or she accused him of like ogling her or something like that and they beat this kid to death mm-hmm. right 
what Jesse Smollett did with his false accusation is de- it doesn't diminish what happened to that kid back then. But you take advantage of a legacy of people who actually went through something, who experienced the things right. that you're describing, and it's counterproductive, man. This kid running into this cop, it makes no sense. This is, I'll say it, I'll say it on air, man. This is this is terrorism. This Correct. is quite it's domestic, ter- <laughs> it's domestic terrorism on, on every sense of the every sense of the thought. Yeah, it's just, you know, when there's a greater cause, you kind of have to think about, you know, all of the things that that give and take from it. And yeah. that is more detrimental to the cause than this police officer going to prison is positive for it, right? Because yeah. it shows a response to a bad thing is now just a bad thing, right? Instead yeah. of the response to the bad thing is gathering, peacefully protesting, offering solutions, and, and the things that you would do to move forward. It's yeah. now, it is now one step forward and two steps back. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dude. What you folks need to do is just come hang out with us in the Discord, right? Just let all your problems go. Come listen to Talking with a Dad. Play some video games. You really want to impact some positive change in community? Why don't you go out and build in your community? Why don't you contribute to your community? But taking a life, it doesn't bring Floyd back, right? And it's yeah. ironic because the first thing his family said, his brother, who was just dismayed by the fact that he even had to utter these words after finding out his older brother had died yeah. he was like please do not go out and do anything drastic in his name don't do anything violent in his name and uh i don't know if they the police have released a manifesto for uh, the driver the uh the killer in this situation but um they showed some uh some tweets of his or some uh social media posts and uh he you know he was into some pretty fringe thinking and fringe groups and it's an absolute shame and quite a somber way to <laughs> it's bad dude but what it is it's a it's another it's another instance of you know really what what the country needs is is a reform on on mental health care yes right it ultimately all of these things are tragic and they're really bad the shootings the the random killings all of this ultimately always boils down to these people were on some sort of medication the medication yep. clearly wasn't working they were off yep. their medication they were not safe for society or, or they're not right. safe for themselves and realistically they were shunned away or shied yep. away from truly getting the help that they that they need and right. that's just that's just the cycle in this country and it, it yeah. always has been it looks like and really seems like it always will be but that's really what what it's all a story about is that the mental health in this country really needs to be taken more seriously and reformed and and addressed you know, addressed for sure addressed. Yeah, stop turning prisons into psych wards, right? Prisons are not equipped to deal with mental health uh, do co-occurring situations where someone's dealing with a substance abuse, they're fighting a case, and they have a mental health condition on top of that. Also, we got to change the language around screening and how we screen people and treat people who've had a history of mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about the guy who shot up the school in Connecticut, if that guy's documented, right, criminally insane or considered dangerous and he's been on 72-hour holds, there's no way he should get a gun. I'm sorry. I know I'm in the minority of my group here. No, but I think you're that's... 100% correct, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think the issue with that guy is he didn't own the guns. Someone in his in his Yeah, they were collectors. Owned yeah. the guns. So, like, yeah, there's always, like, bad people will always get guns, right? Like, that's yeah. that's just a known, that's a known fact, right? Chicago has 
the strictest gun laws in the country and and the most guns on the street and also the the highest rate of gun violence in the in the country right so bad people will get guns if they, if they want to always yeah. but it, it's a it's a matter of these people need more and just significantly better help and they'll never get it and that's that's the that's the real disservice that you know we keep ourselves in this cycle yeah, the care for people with mental health issues, uh, especially when they're indigent level, it's not up to par. But there are some people who've been trudging along and fighting this battle for a long time. And I want to give a shout out to all those uh, non-for-profit community centers, substance abuse uh, tr- you know, treatment centers that have kept their doors open and managed to stay open during COVID, treating people and providing treatment where they're woefully understaffed or even underqualified in some situations. Most times it's what you would call peer-to-peer therapy which is not what people dealing with schizoaffective disorder need right they need clinical help right, right. they need like, right. I think clinical monitoring they don't need a, a life coach right they don't need a, a buddy to tell them that everything's going to be okay they need someone to help soundboard the the darkness going on that they may experience it's sad bro it's it it's absolutely sad and uh yeah i just don't i i don't understand it I'm I'm literally a loss of loss for words in regard to the way this whole scenario is going down. And I remember when we did our show on George Floyd more than a year ago, right? And we yeah. were I was flabbergasted then and upset and trying to figure out, you know, what uh the capital thing flabbergasted me too because I was like, why, why, what? Even if the cops are waving you on, why would you do that? Like Yeah. Well, why would you think that's a good idea? I'm not running in any federal building. Even if I see you at the top of the hill, like, hey, it's a, yeah, come on. No, get it's up a here. trap for sure. <laughs> yeah, Finally taking there. you down. <laughs> Big guy's coming after me. John Jones is waiting there for me. <laughs> Him and Francis. Uh, <laughs> imagine those two teaming up to fight crime. Oh, man. Oh, could you imagine that buddy cop movie? <laughs> the dialogue would be amazing. There would be zero. There would be zero. It would be, get that guy. <laughs> it would be one line. That would be their one-liner. They'll just have Chell as the angry uh, sergeant <laughs> bossing them around. Uh, Chell Soden seems to b- believe that John Jones might be scared as well. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm buying that, Chell, but you know Chell what? Chell support- beefs with John Jones all the time. You, you can't you can't believe That's anything true. about John that, that Chell says, right? He's never <laughs> objectively said anything positive about John Jones ever. He, no, he has. He has no. it's a great deal of positive. It's all been sarcasm. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> they, beef, they beef on Twitter constantly. The, uh, Chael is always anti John Jones, so it'll never. You know what's crazy, man? Uh, if John does beat Francis and Gano, right? If he if they fight, he's the and he beats him. He's, he's, the encur- right. he's incorrigible at that point. Literally, cocaine will spray out from behind him with <laughs> glitter falling down, and cars running into pregnant women outside of the octagon. It's like everything that's yeah. in his mind. He's the scariest man he- on the planet at that point, right? Absolutely. I wouldn't give him any shit in a Chick Fil A, like John. You can have my I wouldn't right now uh, without him beating Francis. <laughs> oh man, you got anything else for the people, big guy? We uh tried to bring him back with some joy, folks. Please stop. Get out of the internet. Go outside. Take a walk. If was, you need help, no, it was fucking cold today. Huh? It was cold. It was cold today. It's been nice for days, weeks in a row, and it was it was freezing out today. Fuck that. Dude, I let Marvel out on the lead. She ran out real brisk and happy. The cold hit her and she turned right back around. Uh, tell them where they can find us, big guy. Where can they find us? Yeah, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, website, all talking with a dad. Discord in the link 
down below favorite podcasting apps uh that's that's pretty much it it's the only place you need to find us okay if you need to find us anywhere else we're not there so don't look don't go looking there and stay away from the places where you might have seen us yeah don't don't go there either they're they're not good places (laughs) for sure well thanks for listening and uh have a good night